Hi guys, welcome back to another video. In this video, Tom and I are going to be talking about why we both shut down our social media marketing agencies and joined them together essentially to form a fucking mega agency. So Tom, let's go back to February 2020. February, wait, was it 2020 or 2021? Yeah, 2021 year and a half so it was just before really because we were we were well the business yeah in terms of 2020, actually, 2021 because it's coming up to two years yes that's right fucking hell okay so i had an agency you had an agency no 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 wait let's get back i had an agency it was doing rather well like okay it was it was more than what i was making in my job like my nine to five corporate job. I'd quit that. I got fired actually, but got fired out of that job and was just doing this out and out. And I very quickly within four weeks, right, made more money in that in SMA than I did in my 50K a year company car job, right, which I got fired from. Anyway, which I'm going to keep telling everyone. So what I was then making money and I don't know, I was, it was okay. Like I was enjoying it. I then won a client and um, it was a hat brand. We're still in touch with that, with the people who own that. <clears throat> it was a hat brand, it was e-com, okay? And I didn't really know much about e-com. I'd been doing out and out lead gen and, I was, and I'd been following Harry, Harry underscore SMMA, the person on this call, as you can see. I was following Harry when he was at about, this is before he became the mega juggernaut, <laughs> <now>, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was following Harry when he had like immediately 3,000 followers, but he had 3,000 followers and he had amazing engagement as he still does. But he, but Harry was posting really unusual content. And if you've not seen Harry's content, it's changed. It's, it's, it's organically grown in a different way over the last year. But before that, he was just posting notepads of advice on what he does and how to win clients and blah, blah, blah. But it was just bullet point form. And I was watching all these posts come up and he was very knowledgeable. And you can't fake that shit. You can't copy that from other people. It was very personal. He'd written these out himself. It was completely unique, engaging, bespoke content. And I was following Harry for a while. And I remember I got um, I had a couple of questions once and I DM'd Harry and he came back saying, oh, mate, yeah, you might want to do this. You want to do that. I, you know, he wasn't being paid from me. He was just being a nice dude. So then I kind of, and we weren't really chatting on Instagram at all. We weren't like, I don't think you even knew who I was, no. to be honest. No. And I just, um, I, I had this client, it was an e-com brand. I thought, fuck me, I didn't really want to do this, but I've won him. It was $1,000 a month. And I was like, I need to team up with someone. I need to at least help, have some help with it. So I reached out to him on a DM and said, hey, mate, I've got a client, need some help with it. Are you interested? And he came back with, Hey, look, I don't accept full outsourcing work, but I will team up with you on it. So we work together on the project. Never forget the DM. I could probably find it if I went back far enough. Um, and we then got on a Zoom then. But the thing is with that, we'd actually put in the diary of the, like a Zoom call. So it was like, yeah, let's connect. Um, are you ready? The 26th of February, 2021 is a meeting in my phone that says meeting with Tom Ford about white label is what I put. As if you were going to like, we were going to white label. So I don't know. This is what I put in for some reason. Yeah. So, so 
if people don't know what label, white label means, white label means like you're letting someone else do the work on behalf of your brand. So no one knows there's any like it's not you. Um, a whole different video. But yeah, so 26th of Feb, well, 26th, he said. Yeah, Friday the 26th. So but we've been talking about five weeks. So it'd been in the diary for about four to five weeks that had been going by where we were going to just talk about it. Um, I must have had a, a, a known start date with that client. Otherwise, I wouldn't have delayed it that much, I don't think. But yeah, so therefore, I'm you know, waited on. And I remember the week before or two days before, I think you messaged me saying, hey, mate, are you still on for our call? And I was like, yeah, totally. And we got on a Zoom call and it worked out perfectly. And we teamed up. We did a pretty good job for this hat brand. Um, and it, it, it went from there. And one client became two because we had we then had a, a celebrity makeup artist in new york that came to us and was like i want to work with you and this is under my brand at the time and i just remember thinking like one one client became two three four five and then i was like i'm shutting down my business harry and you were like yeah i'm going to shut mine down too and we we formed a super agency and it's the two of us and we now have uh three moments of stuff like what well, we have, have a team of five so it's it it that is kind of the story and the journey, um, how it went from my end. But like, what yeah. was it? That's why I shut my business down. So why would you ever shut your, but you were doing fucking much, you were doing better than me, I think at the time, Harry. But... Yes, yeah, so mine was, I, I'd been going longer than you had, had, you know, different clients, um, wasn't doing anything crazy, like money wise. But then I had the academy as well, which was a separate part of it. So before, the digital culture academy we had i had the switch up academy which was just kind of 1.0 of the first um, mentorship that i put together and yeah we kind of helped you we teamed up on that one project and the way that worked was you just the client was a member of your agency essentially and then i just invoiced you for half of the payment and then so like it was it was two agencies working together it wasn't outsourced because we were just fully managed i was on all the calls it was like we were, it was like I was owner of your agency, but it was just me invoicing you for, for the work. Um, and the way I remember it going from just one project to the nut to the next was how we how we were like communicating around the client, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. So like we'd SMA is a very lonely world, especially if you've not got any friends in the space as well. Like me, I didn't tell anyone about my agency, only like two family members knew I was doing it. Um, and so I didn't have anyone to really talk to about the struggles of it or not getting ads or like bouncing ideas off of. So when we teamed up on the e-commerce brand, it was like, fuck, now I've got someone to ring and be like, did you see what this prick said about Facebook ads on YouTube? Or just all this shit that we just talk shit about as well as bouncing off ideas and stuff. And then how we manage that client. And then when the next opportunity came, the celebrity makeup artist and the, the online coach that we signed after the feeling of negotiating that deal with someone and like celebrating with someone was like, why would you do that alone? And then seeing how we managed free clients. Cause there was a stage where we had all three of them on at once. Um, it was like, I, I don't see how we're going to take this to 50 K a month without having this partnership. Yeah. So it was just like, and, and then and then the question came about the academy, which was a big conversation we had about, right, I'm making this much money from the academy each month. Would you be interested in doing one together? And that was, I was like, 
that was that was probably a harder decision than doing the agency stuff to be honest just because it was like that academy was kind of like more of my baby rather than my agency just because i put so much time into the videos but then i thought that eight to to keep the academy fresh and you know being able to sell it you're gonna have to update those videos you're gonna have to develop the team further to support all the new members coming in so it was very much like right am i gonna split that profit in half to grow 10 times and it was the same with the agency and it's like i watched their podcast with i can't remember who it was i think it might have been kyle from the nelk boys and he said you do have to sacrifice some upfront money in order to earn long term so it was like it was one of them things where it's just like it felt like the right decision yeah, and that's that's the other thing is like, you know, when we when we teamed up, you know, a thousand dollar client became a five hundred dollar client for me, you know, but the work's halved, so there has to be a trade off, um, and I think what we're trying to get out of this video is like, partnering with someone, accountability is very very big in business in itself. Entrepreneurship is uh, one of the, the the key things about being an entrepreneur, which is a word that's been diluted by a lot of fucking scrooty little people, but being a, a self-made self um, income generating person is what I'm trying to say. You have to be motivated and accountable and it's the accountability, which people really struggle with, which is why a lot of people pay for accountability coaches and people who will almost, they have to report to um, on their business and do homework for. And, you know, we, we, we work with a lot of life coaches or we have, um, and they've all got other coaches that they coach them and make them accountable by teaming up with someone in SMA. And this is not, us saying you have to do it or don't do it, but consider it. You know, if there's someone you know and respect, and not me and Harry, but you know, know and respect in the industry, why not try and see if you can partner with them? Um, and, and initially, just to test it and to see how that works. There's nothing wrong with that, I would say, because you get all the accountability. Yeah, one one big bit of advice I'd have for someone, because many people ask me, to ha Harry, how do you find a business partner? And I don't think you can go out and find a business partner. I don't think you can go out and pitch people. Do you want to be a business partner? I think it has to happen really naturally. Um, otherwise, it's just not going to be long term. We were very lucky to find, you know, another person that had the same vision of us, wants, wanted to take the agency to fucking crazy lengths, wanted to have loads of employees, wanted to just build this empire, which we were very lucky about. But we wouldn't have, I wouldn't have got there if I didn't have the mindset at the beginning where I had to take every call. I had this, I had this mindset where if I want to grow the business, I want to, you know, especially if you're from a small town or a small area, you have to grow your network. And that doesn't mean going to networking meetings. It just means when you're presented with any kind of opportunity, I think, I think you have to take it. Like it was very close. I remember thinking, do I take this call with Tom? Like, is it worth it? What's like, is it just going to be someone on Instagram that's just wasting my time or wants to sell me something? Because I had loads of meetings before I got on with you and loads of meetings after where people say, oh, I've got this amazing opportunity for you. I can bring you loads of clients. You get on there and they're selling you this networking group you have to pay two grand for. And there's loads yeah. of shit like that. But I think... If I didn't take those shitty calls, I wouldn't have got the one good call that led to the fucking empire we're building now. So it's like, I, I do think you have to be open to be to putting yourself in a position to have doors open for you because it's very easy to be like, I'm an SMA owner. I want to get to 20K a month. I'm just going to stay tunnel vision and not take any calls or kind of seek opportunities. Like we're still doing it now, mate. Like we'll get on calls with people that might open a door for one opportunity might lead us down this path but it might not but we're happy to do it just because you know a you know the one percent of chances that do come off lead to amazing things yeah i think and it's I a bold when you 
you know, and the, the title of this video is like why we close our SMMAs down. And that's, that is genuine truth. We literally shut them down to start again effectively. Um, yeah, we both have clients that we dragged over with each other, but quite a bold move. And I think business is all about taking risks and doing everything you just said there, like completely agree. Um, that is That was a big risk for both of us. Like how, how did we know at the time? I know we, we had months where we worked on clients. So it wasn't like bang, first day of meeting, let's stitch it all. But we had no idea that, I don't know, we were going to, we were going to pay each other. We were going to, you know, do snidey shit where you sign a client and then not, you know, not tell them about it all. Like there's been a hundred percent trust from the get go, which is, which really is unusual. Quite, from- am- quite amazing, really. And, you know, me, for those watching, me and Harry pay ourselves the same dividend um, each per month. There's never any, there's never any difference in, in or, or, or anything like that. And the other thing is obviously as people, you have to gel with the person you're with. I'm like significantly older than Harry. Um, I like to think I look 21, mate, as as we've said, Um, you know, but in in, in serious terms, like I'm significant, I'm 15, 15 years, 16 years, fucking hell older than you. Um, So it's, uh, you know, there's, there's so many different factors to it, but I think in many ways that works because we elevate off each other's age and we pick up different types of clients and communicate very differently. Um, but yeah, it, it, you know, it, it was a, it's a true story. We, we want to share the story with with people because I think it's quite unusual. Um, certainly in SMA, it's it's almost unheard of, um, which has led us to the fact that we're now both we both have you know share everything in terms of academy. Um, and it all comes under our brand. But, you know, there's also no other two people in our industry doing what we're doing. You know, we we give, we're doing these podcasts. If you're listening to us on Apple Music or Spotify or you're watching us on YouTube, you know, where else can you see two people in the space who are talking so open and honestly about their journeys? You just can't. Um, Mate, to, to be around as long as we've been, there's only a few people that I can name that have been around it doesn't feel like our agency's been around our joint agency has been around two years let alone the time we put in before that are still saying the same stuff and haven't been called out for shady bollocks or you know not doing what they say like we're 100 percent transparent like i i come on these videos every single every single day and speak about this with such confidence that everything we, we say is never going to be called out for bullshit or not true because we are like we're 100% doing what we're saying we do. And that's why most people can't talk about it in the way we do is because they aren't doing what they're saying they're doing. But I think that's an interesting video, mate. I hope do you think there's anything we've not covered about the journey there. I don't know. I think I think most people understand the fact that I kind of spend a lot of my time in New York, too. Um, and that's an interesting thing to cover. Like, why do I why am I New York? Well, my partner is, lives here. Um, our business has brought us over here. So we have clients all across the, you know, the from east coast to west coast um and in the uk we haven't got any in in europe um that's not an area that we ever focus on mate is it ever not there's anything wrong with that but there's more of a language problem in europe because they all expect you to speak their language not and not necessarily english all the time so there's a bit of a thing there but we you know us and uk is where, where our business is at and um well you wouldn't have met your future wife mate if it wasn't for SMA. But, you know, I, I was invited by a client to talk at the Javis Center in New York City. If you don't know what it is, Google it. It's a huge conference center. Beautiful. Um, and, you know, I was there in New York on my own. We took time out of the business for me to go. Um, did a speech with my client. It was fun. It was interactive. It was 
didn't feel like work to me really well, I didn't see it as it was work it was just me speaking like I would on here um and then you know went out and and then the rest is history and I meet my partner and that then means I'm, I'm situated for a lot of uh, half the month here in New York and and that has grown our that aspect of the east coast side for us um you're essentially the you fly to new york twice a month yeah. and essentially are the kind of pivotal point on the east coast around all of our us clients yeah and but it's, how it's, that's worked out, it's quite it's quite staggering really it has mate and i remember i've said this in a few videos before when i first started sma uh the the thought of being able to fly to america new york la boston in Miami, all these places to meet clients and go there for business was like fucking, that was like my dream. And then when we did it, especially in the early days when you and me were doing those trips, it was like, fuck, it was, mate, I remember there's been a few moments on those trips where we've looked at each other and went, mate, look where we are, what we're doing. It's just fucking incredible. And that wouldn't have happened if we didn't shut down those agencies and take the risk and be like, fuck it, let's just put our trust in each other and see how far we can fucking take it amazing really but you know if people can do it you know there's nothing stopping other people from doing it and the dream is there to be had um and we don't feel like we've achieved yet mate this is the thing about me and you you know we we do well and we do well we do very well with what we have and our brand is building but it's only the fucking i feel like we, we've only just scratched the surface of our potential um yeah massively mate well, there you go. That's the, I thought we'd, we'd, we'd come on, share it, because we often get questions like, how did that happen? And how did that, why did you do that? And and hopefully this is, even for our students, we talk about it quite openly with our students. Um, but this should be for everyone just to go, yeah, well, if they can do it, I can do it. And it's, it really, you can. Just need to learn the right ways and connect with the right people. Well, hope you enjoyed, hope you enjoyed that video, guys. Hope you found it useful. Learn a bit more about how we we came together, journey, the journeys we're on. And um, yeah, hope you enjoyed. I can't remember what our last video was on, mate. You don't watch that previous video. It's in the description somewhere. Give it a watch. I'm sure it's good. Um, but yeah, like, subscribe, follow, and we'll see you in a few days' time.